Good afternoon to our nationwide listeners. It's your host, Justin Terrio, Business Development Manager here at Alta West Capital. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host and Chief Sales Officer, Armando Deseri. How are you doing today? Very good, Justin. How about you? Oh, not too bad. It's a Monday, a little bit dreary out there, but uh, we got an exciting episode on the way. So we are live with episode seven. Today, we bring you a conversation with one of Alta West's longtime partners. We share a vision for helping to get people into homes. And over the past several years, we have fostered this relationship. So our next guest is Stuart McAllister, CEO of Shelter Canada. Thanks for joining us today, Stuart. How are you doing? I'm really good, Justin. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Well, we always like to start off with a little bit of an origin story. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Shelter Canada, what uh, you guys do, and you know, how did you initially get involved? Well, good question. I um, uh, I live in a country. I live in El Salvador. El Salvador is a is a small country in Central America that's prone to natural disasters. And actually, out of one of those disasters, a, a major earthquake in two thousand one, um, a response came from a, a, a group of churches in Canada to uh, to head down and help in the way that they could, and and that was building homes. I got connected with Shelter um, in 2007, uh, coming down on teams just like that, and uh, something something changed in me uh, being down here in El Salvador, and and it it caused me to reflect on who I am as a person and what I was doing in my life, and um, had a number of conversations with my wife about this. We had four babies at that time as well. And we decided to pack up our things and, and move to El Salvador. And so we've been living here for the last 12 years now and wow, working okay. with shelter and uh, and building homes for people that are living in, in terrible conditions in the small country. Wow. Wow. That's uh, that's quite uh, the journey. Now, obviously, you know, being with uh, shelter for that much time, I'm sure there's probably, you know, some unique experiences that you've encountered along the way. Well, no question. I think, you know, living in a, in a completely different culture, having to learn language and, and culture and how to, how to interact. And I mean, we came down here, we knew nothing. We, we knew nothing. I didn't, I had maybe a handful of words in Spanish or something to, to try to get by. And we, um, and we just came here to be and, and to see how we could help. Um, we put our kids into local school. Uh, so they're all fluent in Spanish now as well. And, and, um, and we, uh, we just began to interact with the people here in this. We live in a small city called San Vicente, which is um, pretty much dead center of the country. And um, maybe about 50,000 people in this small town. And, and, uh, and so in a small town like that, you really get to know your neighbors. And we are the only Canadians living in, in San Vicente. So we become the spectacle a little bit. I think over 12 years, people have gotten a little bit more used to us being around, but um, you know, there's there's no question that one of the greatest um, blessings of my life is all the relationships that we've been able to build through um, with our Salvadorian partners and friends and and community. But as well, uh, uh, one of the the great things about shelter is that we bring teams of Canadians down here to participate in what's in, in our building program and. Uh, 
the joke is that I've, I've got to know I've got to know far more Canadians living in El Salvador than I ever did living in Canada. So that's uh, that's an exciting. <laughs> that's awesome, and, and I, I can't even imagine picking up and moving. Like I can't even get my my family to to consider moving to a different city, let alone a different country, and learn a different language. So God bless. That, that's just amazing. And I, I have to say this. You know, this year um, going to El Salvador, it was my first time. And I, I have to say it was truly an experience I'll never forget. Uh, like, I didn't know what to expect. And going going down there and meeting the people right from getting off the plane and having your team pick us up with the translators and being with us the whole time from beginning to end. And then the local people, they're so welcoming uh even the guys helping us uh, you know doing the construction they were all fantastic it was truly a great experience and i have you know kudos to you and your team that you've put together they've done a, a fantastic job so god bless it well done but i have to ask you how many groups have you partnered with shelter to build these homes well like I say, it's been it's been a little over 20 years of, of partnership with Canadian teams. So there's hundreds of teams that come down. You know, before the pandemic, we had 32 teams that came down uh, that that year prior to the pandemic, and uh, and then everything just kind of shut shut down. And we were we were actually under military lockdown for about 90 days here in El Salvador. We had. One family member had the opportunity to leave the house once a week to go buy groceries, and that was it. Oh, and wow. so things got pretty cozy here with all our kids. But, um, <laughs> uh, you know, as, as we went through that, there, there was an opportunity for us to just close up shop, maybe move back to Canada. I, I don't know. The, you know, there's, there's a number of different options, I think, in that sense. But we really took that time to reevaluate what we were doing as an organization, um, Kind of doubling down in a lot of ways on 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 how we were going to serve the people of El Salvador, and we've come through the pandemic, um, and it's and we've actually grown. Our staff team has grown, uh, our reach in the country has grown. Uh, Canadians are slowly getting back into the groove of things. But one of the one of the wonderful things about and you, you speak to our team, we've got very capable Salvadorians that partner along with the families in the community. In the building project, and and they're they're the the ones that are evaluating families to receive homes, and and then they're working with with our teams of Canadians that come down, and and so it really is amazing how all those pieces kind of get connected together and and uh, and form something really beautiful. I think absolutely it is, and and you know the I've never built a home and and being out there and and helping digging holes and trenches and so forth it was it was great and and i even learned how to make pupas uh pup, was it pupusas? pupusas thank you i can't even pronounce it pupusas but i knew how to make them now actually awesome. i made them when i came home so that was awesome uh so uh, that was great can you tell us a little bit other interesting facts about the growth of Shelter Canada over the years? I know you have a certain goal and you can tell us where you're at now in that goal. Yeah, you bet. So we um, we had our last team of 2022 just fly home on Sunday. So we've got a little bit of a break here before the new year. Uh, and we put, um, uh, we, we put a, a house number on each one of the houses we built. So we put on sticker number 
4,619 in nice. um, last week, which is is incredible. I mean, that's that translates into probably close to 20,000 people, Salvadorians, that have been directly impacted by the work we're doing. And that's not even to mention, you know, the 45 staff members that we have that are, you know, working full time in, in, in many different functions, or doesn't speak to the thousands of Canadians that have participated over the years. Um, uh, this year alone, we had we had 200 Canadians come down and build, um, uh, they built 250 houses uh, with those 200 Canadians. But we also built another 150 houses just with our Salvadorian team here as well. And so as we as we roll out of the pandemic, as we're you know starting to get some momentum going again, um, we're excited for the future because we've uh, we feel that there's been some big goals laid on our hearts as an organization, and, and um, we actually by the end of 2027, our our, our five year goal is to build our 10,000th home by the by that time. So that means we we basically have to double what we have done in 20 years in the next five years. Um, wow. But you know, you know what's amazing is we can start to see the, the the steps that we need to take to get there. And so, so next year it's 100% growth. We're going from 400 houses this year to 800 houses next year. And um, uh, we're not all 100% sure how we're going to get there, but we're confident we're going to get there. And and our team is rallying around that and and setting plans for for that to happen. So that's it's it's pretty exciting to be part of something like that. Something that's just you know really. Life-changing, life-changing, no question. Oh, for sure, and that's a huge goal, but I, I'm pretty sure uh, with you and the team, um, I think you will achieve it. And one of the things that was interesting when we were, when I was talking, we were, we met with you, is the allocation of the donations. Um, right mm-hmm. now, what, what, what is that on every dollar? How much actually goes to the building and, 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 versus the administrative side because it it seems like it's the reverse from other charities we we've always tried to keep our administration costs low and i I mean that's uh you know there there's always some administration needed especially as we're working uh in a legal way in both el salvador and in canada you know there's there's need for accounting and legal and compliance and all those kinds of things but we have kept uh for the last number of years we've kept our our administration costs in the eight to nine percent range uh, of every dollar that we get. Um, the materials we buy accounts for almost sixty percent of the the our, our spending budget. So that's you wow. know that we try to get as much money as we can to the families that are going to be going to be blessed by these homes. Wow, and that's amazing because that's the flip side of a lot of charities because normally it's other charities that are. 90%, probably 95% administrative and the rest goes to the actual recipients. Is that, am I correct in saying that? Well, I think there are some probably like that. I, I It's hard for me to speak to other organizations, that, I guess, but you know, but, we, we try to keep it in that, yeah. in that, in that way. We, we don't have a huge overhead. We don't have a, uh, we don't have a Canadian staff. Um, um, all of our teams that come down are volunteers. Uh, but we do have a, a full-time Salvadorian staff that is, uh, you know, working at, through the, yeah. all the operational components. Yeah, yeah no, it's just uh, just from some of the charities that have uh, been involved with in the past. And 
and I can tell you that that percentage is flips uh, flipped over. So kudos to you and the team to get as much uh, money out to uh, the recipients. That's awesome. So tell tell me how can people get involved? How can we? I know you have you've built out a nice platform and three different basic prongs that they can get involved. Can you just shed some light on that? Yeah. Well. Um... You know, I, I'd encourage everyone to check us out on our website, shelterhelps.com. Uh, um, it gives you some brief information about some of the different programs we have and some of the some of those different ways to get involved. But in 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 a few words, um, we do have three kind of major programs that we run because we want as many people to be uh, to be able to get involved in what we're doing as possible. So, I would say our our entry level or kind of the most basic way that you can help is by donating and, and we have a program called Shelter Ignite and we believe that you know we want to ignite that passion in people for for what's going on in El Salvador that's a, it's a monthly donor program you can give as much or as little as as you want uh, all that money goes towards building houses uh, um, uh, with our Salvadorian staff for families that are that are in the communities that we're working in uh, a step up from there would be our Shelter Nexus program, which is actually something we developed out of out of uh, COVID, the, out of the pandemic, a way to keep connected. It's a it's an online um, program. It's a way of uh, connecting with families virtually. So our team is building the houses, but we provide live connections for the donors to be able to communicate directly with the families that are receiving homes and to virtually hand over the keys to those houses as as their their homes are being built and then probably the most uh um, interactive way to get involved and in, and in, in what we have been known for for so many years is is shelter immerse and that's where you go deeper still and that's uh that's our team trips um canadians or or americans flying down to uh for a week at a time to um come in alongside a community and build homes for for a number of families in that community. Each team raises the funds for the the houses that they will build, um, and and pays their flights and, and and a small cost for for operations in country. And um, you get to come down. But it, I, I mean, as you say, Armando, it's it's life changing. There's no question about it. And I think if you um, we spoke to many of the hundreds of, of people that have come down over the years, they, their life has been impacted because we believe. That not everybody is called to to live in El Salvador, but each of us lives in a community, and so we hope that the the things that you learn here, that the experiences you have, the way that you are impacted and changed, become ways that you can impact and change your community wherever you have a sphere of influence. So, yeah. no, yeah. no, well said, and 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 if anybody out there is listening, um, and I, we're going to try to get Justin the put on some boots and uh yeah and get the get a hammer in hand and a drill in hand one day but it's it is truly a, a life-changing experience and uh i can tell you it was um it's it's a time i'll never forget and i look forward to doing it again but having said that typically during this time of the podcast we have a rapid fire and we ask questions Okay. Um, now you don't. We're not going to do that today. We're going to do something different. In light of this conversation today, we figured this would be a great opportunity to reveal the Alta West Giving Campaign. In 2022, 
uh, we surpassed our goal of funding building homes of, of 30. We actually reached 33 homes, which mm. we were very proud. So we've launched our new giving campaign for this month of December. And we're asking you, our, port uh, our partners, with us to reach the goal of 40 homes in 2023. Wow. Now, for every like Alta West receives on our campaign on social post, we will donate $5. For every share, we'll donate $10. And for every funded deal, Alta West will donate $50 towards our campaign to 40 deal, uh, homes in 2023. So please participate by following our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Like, share, and send your deals to uh, bring more donations to Shelter Canada and the El Salvadorans. If you would like to know more about the work we do with Shelter Canada, you can uh, have questions. Please reach out to us, and we'd be more than happy to shed some more light. So I thought that would be a nice surprise for you, Stuart. That, that's incredible, and, and uh, we just so appreciate uh, the team at Alta West. I mean, we've been working together for for the last number of years now, and and um, I know that uh, just as you have had an impact on on families living in El Salvador, we know that the the connection with shelters and it had an impact on you as an organization. And we and we just uh, we continue to pray for you as a as a team that you will you will. Uh, you'll see that fruit in, in your team in, in, in Canada. Absolutely. Absolutely. For sure. I mean, I think uh, a lot of our, our, our partners out there have, have been chatting with us ever since we, we kind of put those social media posts about our, our trip out there. And uh, it definitely moved me. I think next year I'll be on that plane next time as well. Uh, but so Stuart, I mean, thank you so much for joining us today. Now, I know you mentioned a little bit earlier, but the, for those that want to learn a little bit more about Shelter Canada, where can they find out more? Yep. Go to shelterhelps.com. That's our website. And uh, we're also on Instagram and Facebook if, uh, if you want to follow us there. Um, Perfect. Yep. Awesome. So, I mean, as always, we have new monthly episodes. So all you have to do is search The Modern Alternative on Spotify or listen to full episodes on awcapital.ca slash podcasts. If there's a topic you'd like for us to discuss or if you're interested in being a guest, let's get the conversation started. And thanks for joining us and we'll catch you on the next one.